Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I have no information to suggest anything uh, about a fight club or any culture of hazing. That is one of the lead uh, investigators into what has been going on at St. Mike's. They just don't know yet. But the one thing we keep hearing an awful lot about is toxic masculinity, which is soon to be one of the most overused phrases I think you're going to hear. But, of course, you know, what, what do you call when a pack of male students do something so obscene? Is it because the school has a focus on sports? Maybe. I don't know. Could be a factor. Is it because it's a school full of entitled rich kids? I think some people assume, but that's not the case because a lot of the kids that go to St. Mike's are actually on bursaries. And I think we make an you know I think we make a, a mistake by assuming that just because a group of boys are together that bad thing happens. Because as a woman, I can assure you, girls can be very mean. They can be vicious and they can be manipulative. And there have been cases where swarms of them have also been busted for the same kind of of behavior. So I think, you know, we put blinders on by looking at this as, you know, male toxicity. Because I think that's an easy excuse. I think a lot of this is going to come down to parenting, teaching your kids from a very young age that there are consequences. There are consequences to bad behavior. There are consequences to being rude. You know, you got to teach them to respect their elders. You got to teach them that manners count. That all happens at home. So that when you get into the toxic masculinity situation, you know, hey, if I do this, I'm crossing a line. If you want to weigh in on this, I mean, you might think I'm completely wrong. Let me know. 416-870-6400, star 640 on your cell, or 888 Let's start with you, Andrew. Uh, where do you see uh, the blame on this? Do you believe in this toxic masculinity? No, I, I think we've evolved way past toxic masculinity, and it's actually removed the masculine part, because this could go towards anybody. It doesn't matter your gender. I think we've developed uh, beyond a level of stupid, and now we have achieved toxic stupidity. <laughs> Maybe. Because my heart goes out <laughs> to the parents that are nowadays raising their kids like my parents did, trying to keep them in line, do the best for them, because kids are going to do stupid stuff, guaranteed. But not this level of stupid. It's just toxic. Right. And you're suggesting that in your generation, I assume you're probably in the same age as me, uh, you know, that there were real consequences. Like you knew. I mean, when I went, I went to private school when I was younger and then I flipped over to public system in, in high school. But I know that, I mean, I remember getting caught with a lifesaver in my hand, Andrew, and I was terrified. I mean, it was like the, the worst thing you could have done because I knew that there were consequences. You know, you could get suspended. Is that the kind of punishment you're talking about? No, I'm talking about just doing the right thing, installing that common sense. Like uh, I'm about thirty now. Okay. Um, but you're a little yeah, you're I, a little younger than me then. Yeah, so we're <laughs> we're a little bit more lenient. We get away with a few more things. Uh, but yeah, like we knew when to draw the line of stupid. You just don't go full toxic stupid. Yeah. All right, Andrew. Good point. Thank you for that. Uh, let's talk to uh, Joe. Joe, where are you on this? I. I 
I think labeling it toxic stupidity is trying to make an excuse for them. It's lack of consequences, like the previous caller said. When I went to school, there were consequences. One of them was the strap. Oh, yeah, that was a good one. Oh, no, not <laughs> Well, that's what they did. I mean, everyone, the guys in here are like millennials. But in our day, you knew you, I mean, you could get the strap in my day. And when you knew that thing was coming out, you were terrified. And and I remember one kid in, in the ninth grade, he, for, for all things, he threw a cookie at me in, in the lunchroom, mm. hit me in the nose. I almost popped him one. I held back. He got suspended for three days. Was there a was co- a consequence. Yeah, and if I punched him, I would have gone. When we met up in college, I said, hi, Bob. And he said, F and blank. There you go. Was the cookie good? Did you get to at least eat the cookie? No. <laughs> I just but it was like, it was one of those, you you said something. I mean, somebody came up behind me and slapped, you know, slapped my ears, you know, the mm-hmm. typical little joke. Mm-hmm. And I said a few choice words. Unfortunately, the principal happened to be nearby. I was the one who got in trouble. Of course. There you go. Man. Joe, yeah, th- I've, got a, I've got a bunch of calls. Joe, thank you for, uh, for uh, weighing in. I appreciate it. I, my mom went to a, like a nun school. And in her day, they used to tie their hands and feet to the desk if they moved. That happened to her all the time. I'm just old enough that I remember the phasing out of the nuns. We were terrified. Of course. You saw them coming. You pulled your your your, your kilt went down and your sleeves went down because you knew you had to be respectful. Hi, Raj. Or do I have Chris? Hi, Chris. Hi. Good evening, Alex. Um, two points. One, in general, it's not a toxic masculinity. It's a toxic culture. The uh, consequences, well, when you get rewarded with multi-million dollar contracts to talk about raping and prostituting young women and shooting people, it's kind of hard for you to draw the line. Um, the second point, in general, just the coverage of St. Mike's, do you know how many young women come down to Dundas and Sherburne are raped or beaten and their parents don't ever get to see them again? And that doesn't get reported in the media because there's no prestige there. Uh, it happens every day. Yeah, I, no, I'll take exception to that. I mean, the problem with like when you get a, a woman or an adult who go, decides to disappear, they don't have the the, the police can't, just can't follow up, and, and so often the media doesn't find out until after the fact. That that's why. And we're talking about underage, you know, minor yeah. uh, children. So that's why this is getting particular. But uh, your your point is is taken. So I, I do appreciate it. Let me go to Jim. I got a bunch of calls to get here. Hey, Jim in Pickering, what do you what do you think? on this hi alexis uh you know something the guy 30 and you're old well i'm 72 i went to st mike's in 1960 61 Mm -hmm. i was born in 1946 and i entered the catholic system grade school uh in the 50s and you know what the residential schools had nothing on the priests of the nuns of that i met also you heard that alexis you know so i went to st mike's and i did play football but when I went there, probably my, my first year, I'd be 13, turned 14, right? And I developed later, right, as uh, my teen spurt, right? And you know what? I didn't experience that. But what I experienced was just to be tough, be hard. I mean, if you show weakness in, in any way, uh, that, that's what got the bullying started, right? And where it left me, and I got my life improved a thousand percent when I left uh, there and uh, got into life and everything, and it's sad to say, but if something starts now, I'll hit hard, I'll hit first. And, I mean, Alexis, I have a 47-year-old daughter who went through the public system, and she teaches in the public system, and she never experienced anything like this. But the Catholic system, this is what it is, the brothers, the nuns, and whatever. 
Yeah, well, yeah, you must be disappointed, but thank you, Jim, uh, for calling in. I appreciate that. It's got to be, we've heard from a lot of alumni uh, speaking out. Uh, let me go to Jamie in Mississauga. Hi, Jamie, you've been waiting a while. Hey, Alex, how you doing? I'm good. Fantastic show, as usual. Thank you, sir. So listen, you know what? I, I, I got to say that the society has put parents in a situation today that we just can't uh, discipline our kids. Our kids, as I said to your producer, is a great guy. I said that, you know, you know that our, if we say anything or, or show any kind of aggressiveness to our kids, they've got one finger on the nine ready to call 911 on us. Yeah, that's and, Yeah, it's funny because I have a five, five-year-old and, and he said the other day, because I've heard that, and he said, well, you can't, you can't get mad at me because I can make a phone call. And I said, excuse me? Yes, there I can go. get mad at you and I will get mad at you. And uh, But it's interesting how they learn so quickly about that. But yeah, discipline's hard, but it is doable. I mean, it is doable and uh, it is done in my house. Um, yeah, to a point, yep. to a point, but you know, I guess this is a situation where, uh, these most, a lot of these kids, well, and you're, you know, in, in a lot of families, families, it is Alex, and that's why we don't see this on a, on a widespread situation, but obviously, uh, with some, with some kids and, uh, you know, society has got parents working 14, mm-hmm. 15 hours a day. They don't have time to spend with their kids. They feel guilty. They don't want to yell at the kids when they get home because yeah. they don't spend enough time with them, you know? Uh, but it, it used to be, man, that, you know, my mom, as, again, as your producer said as well, he said, you know, his, his mom uh, would say, wait till your dad comes home. And you, my dad only had to show me his belt. Hey, there was I a show, was wait till your father, wait till your father yeah, gets, it, right? until you, so, yeah. It's a different world. And I got to tell you, if this is a, a situation that I'm sure that these kids didn't want this to go this far. Maybe a couple of them, you know, bad apples, got, the other ones got caught up in it. But I'm not defending them. It's a, it's a despicable act. Uh, I just pray to God that this uh, this doesn't continue to happen. But I I gotta say, this hazing thing has been going on for so so long, and it's about time that uh, that schools are held responsible for the students as well. You yeah, thank you, Jamie. Thank you. I sorry, I apologize uh, for for clipping you there. Yeah, but you know, though, on the other hand, I, I don't have time for more calls. Um, I'm sorry, but I, I thank you for uh, calling in. You know, interestingly, uh, the schools just don't feel like they can. You know, I had my parent-teacher meeting uh, just last Friday, and I made a point of saying, if I'm not here and my child misbehaves, you ha- you, you, res- he's got to respect you. You can punish him. And she- the look on her face was like, what? Yes. There, you have to discipline these children. <laughs> but I don't think teachers today hear that very often. That doesn't mean I'm giving you license to beat my child. I'm just saying, when he misbehaves, there should be consequences. You know? There's nothing wrong with that. Kids need that. They need to understand there's, you get in trouble when you do bad things. Otherwise, they end up in a locker room with a broom. No? All right.